This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. With literally minutes left to live, the nine kumpoops, as I've decided to call them, are hard at work trying to figure out how to write with condiments so they can devise a plan. Turns out pretty much everything around them is deadly. From lethal booby traps and a massive bomb on the ship, to the merciless vacuum of space just beyond their doors. Of the things eager to kill them, as their jasmine-scented air begins to run out, the notorious assassin Le Bichon Frise isn't even first in line. Olivia, how much time is left? Cutting it fine, troops. About two minutes. Uh, maybe time to stop worrying about the viscosity of the ketchup and make an actual plan? Just a little more flour and corn syrup, and I think we'll have something we can write with. Right, okay. Commencing the thaw of crew eight. Lee said something a few minutes ago that's really bugging me. Was that when I said I thought your uniform made you look like an escaped convict? No, that's not... When did you say that? Uh, maybe I didn't. Uh, maybe I just thought it. Oh, well, that's all right, then. At least I look like an escaped con who knows where her shirts are. Uh, one minute forty-five. Save this for another time, maybe. Speaking as one of the, uh, non-oxygen-requiring entities aboard this here ship, I would just like to, uh, reiterate the need you carbon-based, organic, belonged beings have for, uh, breathable air. Shutting up isn't really your strong suit, is it? Hey now, no need for hostility. Well, that sucked an extra 45 seconds worth right out. What? How? I don't use any air to speak. And yet... Was it the bit about why didn't Le Bichon freeze, just grab the shuttle and blow up the ship? Still thinking that's Frise. Exactly. He's stuck on this ship for some reason, and it's not just his target that's keeping him here. Alarm. That's it! Alarm. We're all going to die! Nope, that was Alarm. me. Just wanted something else to startle Alarm. you first. Olivia, kill the alarm. alarm. Why? I'm just gonna have to turn alarm. it back on in like 30 seconds. Alarm. Maybe not. Oh. You got a plan then, Joe? Huh? Oh no, I'm just an optimistic guy. Uh, the assassin's here. If he manages to wedge that door open even a crack, it'll flood this room with about a dozen different kinds of toxins. So if you have an idea, now would be a terrific time to share. <laughs> hey, little piggies. Time to let the big bad wolf in, or I'll hoof, and I'll poof, and I... What? What? What happened? I routed the calming aromatherapy through his suit and overdosed him on patchouli and lavender. I may not have much control over this ship, but I can still do a thing or two. Won't give us much time. We still don't have a plan. Boy, ease up on the overwhelming gratitude there, boys. If I may, Olivia, do you have sufficient control to vent the toxins out the airlocks. Well, yeah, but if I do that, it'll create a vacuum. We don't have enough good air to fill back up with. You can create oxygen with electrolysis. You need a lot of water to fill up a ship this size with air. Human beings are about 60% water. What exactly are you suggesting? 
that you have nearly 50,000 breathable humans all over this ship. You come standard on all those ships, because if I ever get back on the 6748, the first thing to get flipped is you. And considering my crew tried to kill me with scorpions, I have a fairly long flip list. Clearly my two-minute warning wasn't entirely accurate, or you all need less oxygen than normal human beings, but I'm still quite confident time's running out. Are we melting all the cargo for air then? Because I'm going to need to be quick here. We are not killing our cargo. I mean, passengers. We are not breathing the passengers. What the hell am I even saying? They're going to die anyway. Think of it as oxygen donation. No, go rust. Hey now, uh, just an FYI there. That is deeply offensive to metallic Americans. Plus it, uh, takes oxygen. Ironic, eh? Crew, we are out of time. Last ideas or last words, that's what we're down to. We could just fire up the ship's amplitude to A-weighted decibel levels, pass it through pulse-cold modulation, correct for asymmetrical digital anti-alias, and zap the toxins out of the current air. It'll smell like sweaty tuna fish for an hour or so, but at least we'll be able to breathe. Suspense is killing me. I'll add it to the list. Well, will it work? It will. In fact, it just did. You can all breathe freely now. I've opened all the vents and the air is clear. How the hell did you know that? Not sure. I think I read it somewhere. I want to say Cub Scout manual, maybe? Great. One crisis averted. But may I remind everyone, Labishan Freeze is on the other side of that door? Olivia, can you tell if he's still unconscious? Uh, my senses say he is, but I'm not sure if they can be trusted. Not able to trust our AI. Well, that's new and refreshing. What kind of shoes are you wearing, Colin? Sarcasm retracted. Look, there's six and a half of us against one of him. I say we open the doors and rush him. I am not a half. Wasn't referring to you, Emily. Okay, then what do we do? Uh, just to uh, clarify, I'm not a half either. Wasn't referring to you. Okay, y'all. Assassin outside the door, remember? Who are you referring to, then? Not me, surely. Let's just move, shall we? I'll have you know I was quite the pugilist at school. You collected stamps? What? No, shut up. Stop. Look, it's very simple. We have to figure out one thing. One. And that's what to do about Labichon Freeze. Uh, two things. Crap. Of course. Can I borrow a spacesuit? Just shove me back out the nearest airlock. I think I'd have a better chance out there. What is it, Olivia? So, remember I said we also had an assassin on board? Well, if my senses are to be trusted, and they are, colon, ours is awake and uh, on the move. Now, see, it says very clearly here in the handbook that the shipboard assassin can only be activated on the express orders of Mr. Southers or Granny Shelp. You are in direct violation of company policy. Uh, Yes, probably on a great many things, but not this one. I didn't wake the albatross. Albatross. Like the bird. Honestly, I could go into business coming up with better names for assassins. That's what it says on the manifest. Pod number 666, not to put too fine a point on it. Popped open just as the air cleared. What about murder? The albatross is an assassin, so of course there's going to be murder, you great bumbling dauber. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I am awake, little piggies. 
So there is no more hiding from me. I am coming in and I will turn you all into strips of bacon and put you in the toaster oven and have you with a little mayonnaise and some nice wrapped tomatoes. I could have sworn he said mayonnaise. He did. Very good. Keep him talking. Give the albatross time to get to him. Uh, I didn't think French people ate mayonnaise. Of course we do not. It's disgusting. But since I started with piggies, I decided to follow up with BLTs, you see. And if I remember my American nasty cuisine correctly, that involves mayonnaise, huh? Now open the door. It smells like a tuna fish after much exercise out here. One, it looks like the albatross was stored properly, so we don't need to worry about murder. How the hell do you arrive at that conclusion? Oh, don't worry, crew. We've got two assassins on board, but we're fairly confident they're here to play hopscotch and eat jammy sandwiches. Please shut up. I'll get to your humorous misunderstanding of the situation in a moment. Two, the albatross is close, but my concern is we don't actually know that our assassin is, uh, well, ours. I mean, on our side. Also, the manifest says it's albatross with one S. Important or typo? It's Gated Galaxies, mate. Your guess is generally nowhere as good as mine, but in this case... So, uh, actually, the onboard assassin, according to the handbook, is programmed to act like a, uh, white blood cell. They seek out foreign entities and, uh, kill them before they can infect, uh, the ship, like... Oh, thank God. So it's designed to protect us. It's designed to protect all those bearing an implanted Oz-9 registered body tag, yes. Crap. Hang on, you said programmed. Are you saying the assassins aren't human? They are based on actual people, but no, they aren't human themselves in any sort of, uh, organic manner. Ooh, that explains a lot. I hear so much yakety yak in there. Perhaps you have forgotten the world's foremost assassin awaits outside your little hidey hole? Shall I describe the sandwiches I shall be making from you again? Does he even know he's not human? Please. What do the French know about sandwiches? Mayonnaise is a far greater contribution to global cuisine than, say, bechamel. I mean, you want to talk about disgusting. What about snails? Oh, <laughs> you anglais, so snooty about all the everythings. Perhaps I will just bore you until you are mushy and tasteless and eat you off the backside of a fork, huh? Better than being drowned in gravy to disguise the fact that I'm actually spoiled and raw. Hang on a minute. That's it. I have changed my minds. I was going to kill Monsieur Le Tour Nippel first, but I think. Hello? And who are you, tiny person? Things are getting extremely tense aboard the Oz-9, and as we all know, stress is bad for us. So we're going to interrupt the non-stop action to give you a moment to breathe, stretch, and bring your blood pressure back under control. If you've been sitting a while, stand up, move around a bit, take some deep, even breaths. Science says spending time in nature is good for you. We know in 2142, nature is a bit thin on the ground, so to speak, so we suggest staring at a sprig of lab-grown broccoli, which we are told looks very much like a small tree. Feeling better? Then let's continue. Oh! Mon du petit oiseau, sacre bleu! Oh, zut l'or! Oh, I know who you are. 
Only one assassin fights with the red chape. You're the albatross. I shall return. So, thoughts, anyone? Don't open it! I don't have an Oz9 body tag! But you do have a Gated Galaxies approved tag. That should be enough. Oh, should. Should is completely fine. Really, I'm absolutely 100% happy to fling open that door and let a robot designed after one of the world's greatest assassins walk on in on the strength of that should work. Okay, then. Shit. Language. She looks like my high school librarian. I look like everyone's high school librarian, dear. You'd be astonished how conveniently invisible that makes me. May I come in? Or are we conducting this conversation from the corridor? Uh... No sudden moves, Mary and the librarian, okay? Or you'll what, exactly? That ketchup bottle you're holding hardly looks lethal. Though, it has been modified and no longer meets G2 specifications and, as such, must be eliminated. What the hell just happened there? Wow, she's fast. I am indeed. You are oddly shirtless. Is there a reason you're out of standard uniform? Can't find my shirts. Hmm. Dick? Uh... Stop there, dear. I'm not talking to you anymore. Dick? Uh, can I help you with something? I'm, I'm the captain of this ship. Really? You? I'm trying to communicate with your AI. Has something gone amiss with Dick? Oh, Dick is the AI on the 6748. Dick is the AI on all the Oz Model 8000 ships. Not the 9. Ours is named Olivia. Is that right? How very... interesting. You got a problem with that? Not yet. Captain, perhaps you might introduce me to your crew. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, this is Leet. He's our IT guy. Hi. I have an overdue book in my bunk. I'm not actually a librarian, dear. And thus, do not care. This is Colin. He's in charge of public relations. How utterly useless. Also, not properly tagged. Lovely to meet you as well. Uh, this is our maintenance bot. Hey, doozy. I like your cantaloupe. Cardigan, dear. And thank you. No arms. Long story. Uh, that's it for my crew. One more. Cheese and crackers. I thought my disguise was effective. You must tell me how you do that. Janitor of the Oz-9. Pleased to meet you. Janitor? Oz ships don't have janitors. And yet? Oh, and, uh, this is Jesse. You? Don't belong on the Oz-9. Jesse! Oh, it's, it's alright. I've caught them in a maintenance area. Damn, she's fast, though. I'm just glad she speaks English. These assassins, they have no idea that copies, do they? That's actually a good thing, at least so far. I mean, Olivia was only able to knock out the bitch and freeze because he believes he's human. Soon as they figure out their machines, they're gonna be a lot more dangerous. Oh dear, that's a very big staircase. Secret. I wonder what the humans might trade in exchange for keeping such a very big staircase. Yeah, secret again. Arms, perhaps. Crap! 
It probably comes as a surprise to no one to learn that the crew of the Oz-9 is in terrible danger. More danger than they thought. I mean, danger in addition to the danger on the ship itself. Down on Earth, questions are being asked. Very important questions. Being asked in very dark rooms by very large and unpleasant people holding unpleasant and often pointy things. Now, look. I know y'all are in a hurry, but we can't simply detonate 372 ships all at once. Just hear me out. 28 ships have gone down already, and they've been barely up there a week. I assure you the rest will be shrapnel and shooting stars by the end of the month. Our plan is working. Heck, Oz-13 didn't even make it off the ground. Last I heard, some crazy feller had just moved into the rusted-out hulk sitting on the launch pad and refusing to leave. The plan is working. We just have to give it time. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to get back to my blissfully silent home and have a very stiff drink. As for the other matter, it's in expert hands, and I am assured it's being taken care of as we speak. He's been traced to the Oz-9, and I have my best assassin on it. As soon as I hear for absolute that that sauerkraut was aboard and 100% is dead, I'll blow up the ship. Now, now, hang on! There is no need for rough stuff. I am exceptionally cooperative due to my extreme breakability and low pain threshold. Hey, now, what, what's happening there? Where, where are you taking me? Uh, alright, alright. You're gonna drag me out of here. Can I at least change my shoes? You're scuffing up the Italian leather. Oh, come on! Stop that! Son of a... That ain't gentlemanly. Oh. Well, that was deeply unnerving. I tell you, curl up for a quick nap on the CEO's wall coat and you'll learn a thing or two. So, quick recap. There are now two assassins aboard the Oz-9, one intent on killing everyone and the other only interested in killing Jesse, so far. The crew is ready to scour the ship to find the one man who can save them all and stop the destruction of the other Oz ships, if only they can get out of the crew room. And maybe after lunch, as the day is getting on and they haven't had anything to eat yet. Will anyone survive? Is anyone still listening to this ridiculous bunch of nonsense? If so, would you let me know on Twitter at Oz9Narrator, because seriously, this job is sucking the life out of me. You've been listening to Bonnie Brantley as Jesse and Donna. Tim Sherburn as Colin and Head 2. Eric Perry as Joe, Head 1, and Mr. Southers. Richard Cowan as Leet. Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise. June Eubanks as The Albatross. Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia. And me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our music is composed and performed by John Faley. Oz 9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. Be sure to subscribe to Oz 9 on your favorite podcatcher and consider sponsoring us on Patreon so you can get early access to many episodes, plus some sweet bonuses. You'll find links to our shop, merchandise, Discord channel, and more on our website, oz-9.com. Until next time, Space Monkeys, Narrator out! The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It begins, as terrible things often do, with a knife. People of Herta! 
chosen children of the night, a lost soul has come to us. I'm not sure if I can do this. It's always better if you just do it quick. You came to St Kilda to escape your past, but the past isn't so easy to outrun. You always say you're changing, but underneath you're just the same. She was a child, Lockie. You liar! Did you really believe this community would accept you? I think you're meant to be here. A little bird told me that you're a liar. All of this, it comes with a cost, Lucky. Did you really believe you could find redemption? The time for excuses is over. The Secret of St Kilda, available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to season one now and remember... There is no change without sacrifice.